0: what up mama village welcome to another episode of afro millennial mama what's up y'all i am in such a better mood than last episode this is episode i think 21 what's up y'all are we living life are we doing well um first off i'm gonna start this by saying i thought my kid was asleep for the last hour she should be taking a nap right now I just went to check cause I was like, oh, I could get in, a, um, get in an episode right now because you know, I do it. I I'm, what do they call that? Like, um, uh, in real time with y'all, I don't, I don't do no pre-recorded stuff. I'm just a mom. I'm just a regular regular person. I'm not even like seriously podcasting like that, but so I try to keep everything like fresh and my period is over. For the most part, I still got back aches, which is weird. This is, like, the longest symptoms I've ever had. But anyway, I went to go check on her because I'm like, oh, she's cool. She's asleep. My husband's out of the house because, you know, I be trying to record when dude ain't here because sometimes he'll be trying to listen because he think I use him for material. It's not all about you. <laughs> but, like, right now, she's not asleep. Like, I went to look. I'm thinking, okay, it's been about an hour. She should be knocked out because she, my daughter, I don't know about y'all kids, but She sleep for two to two and a half, sometimes three hours. She can take a nap for three hours on the weekends with us. So I'm like, good, I'm hour in. I got at least an hour to go. Why? I'm glad I got her in a crib because I went back there. She was sleeping. She was about to get up. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna come check on you one minute. Let mommy come back. So I'm just gonna leave her there. I don't know if she wasn't asleep this whole time and just sitting there. Or if she dozed off and woke up because she heard the floorboards creaking or something but I'm really tripping out because I'm thinking <coughs> this is my <coughs> excuse me my 100% free time because dude is not here I had the whole house to myself I could watch whatever reruns I want to watch like I don't know if y'all do this but when you have a break from your kids like your time is very very precious because you could do stuff without being interrupted you don't have to think about them feed them change them whatever so, I'm kind of scared right now to go back and check on her. I'm, I'm going to try to leave her. If she don't call my name, I'm like, okay, at least she's getting mental rest and not being stimulated. So, I'm going to do this episode with y'all and just and just let her sit there in her crib. And I just thought about moving the um, changing the, the, the crib to, because it's like a bed. But I was thinking of changing it. You know where they can get out and get back in? Nope, I ain't ready for that not yet so anyway so my kid is three now and I am 37 and I'm trying to be okay with that 36 didn't really feel like 36 didn't have a feeling 35 was like milestone ish um 37 like the only thing that keeps me I guess feeling not so bad about being 37 I mean life is a blessing of course um but I'm coming to the realization that I am not Young anymore, like it depends. Like, if I'm around people in their 70s and 80s, they'll call me young, of course. But I'm not really young, like, I am. I've been young my whole life, and I think I'm in mourning a little bit because. And I thought about it, like, my husband is 40, and I was thinking, man, if my husband was like 33 then i would be kind of on the younger side like you know 37 33 whatever but but he's 40 so i feel older by association <laughs> and i'm like i mean i'm no i'm no supermodel 37 like i'm regular looking i guess i look like a mom um i fit the description but um I'm pretty happy with myself for the most part. Like I'm satisfied, but it just feels like, dang, the clock is ticking. Have I done everything I said I was gonna? Like, cause your whole, from 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 birth to age thirty, or even twenty-seven, you're looking in the future. Like, yeah, what I plan to do with my life, what I what I want to accomplish in the world, is way in the, way out there. And then you hit thirty, and you're like, okay, life just started. So, are we going to have kids, get married, have a career, do this? Like, what are we going to do? Are we going to travel? Are we going to, like, let's do it. And so now I'm like, dang, I'm in the midst of the whole thing. But I'm not afraid because I keep looking at people who are in their 60s and 50s. And I'm like, y'all still look really good, especially our people, you know. So I'm like, alright, okay, I'm not that scared. But... Anyway, so, I'm adjusting to that. I'm a 37-year-old mother of a 3-year-old. And that's weird, too, because that's not something that I had envisioned for myself, per se. Because I thought, oh, I'm going to be just like my mom, get married at 25. And then I got 25. I'm like, what the heck? Who, what little kid out here am I going to marry? Like, not even. So, yeah. So, it's just uh, adjusting to to different different things. But, um, all in all, I'm good. Like... I really feel good that she's three like I can actually do much more even though I'm not totally free from bondage (laughs) I just feel like I can focus on myself a little a little more the older she get I can take care of myself a little better so hopefully with time I get better I'm getting in shape a little bit some toning coming back but of course eight days of of having the worst period ever I wasn't eating well and yeah we had Two birthday cakes in the house, so anyway, we're gonna scratch that and start over what we ended up doing for our birthdays though was um uh we went bowling that Sunday, my birthday, which I was still having really, really, really bad cramps, so I wasn't in the best mood, and it was raining a lot, but she got the bowl, so we had fun, and then her birthday was Tuesday, so I took the afternoon, went to her school, brought some cupcakes. Very minimal effort, cause if I didn't do that, my husband wasn't gonna do anything. So, and then we have um, people come over and just order two pizzas on Tuesday. So it was nothing big. No kids were invited, cause you know once you invite one, you think, oh, I didn't, let me invite another one. My friend got her a gift, which was a nice surprise. She got her a little scooter, so she was happy. And um, yeah, so I mean, it was cool. Like I'm, I'm satisfied with this birthday. Like I feel like I did. I could check that off as a good parent thing that I did. So, um, yeah, so that was good. Uh, What else? It's been two months since we had a refrigerator, and we finally got that delivered. So that's going to help me with my diet, of course, too, because we won't be eating out as much. We were spending a lot of money on food. Um, But they gave us a refrigerator. We didn't have to pay for it. One came last month, but it was damaged, so they sent it back. And then this one, they brought it, when they opened the box, it had little dents on it. But my husband was like, nah, man. We need to eat. Like, forget the way it looked. Like, it looked fine. We put some magnets on there. You're not going to even be able to see. Because, yeah, we need our refrigerator. So now we have three refrigerators, actually. A spare in the garage. A mini one. And then this one. So, we'll be good. Um, what else? I'm excited about uh, my trip, but also nervous and scared. Like... Leaving my kid is one of the weirdest things but at the same time I know I'm going to enjoy it. It's just a matter of getting on the plane. But plane ride, I don't know. I always feel scared of stuff. But we're only going for 3 days, which I wish it was 4. But um but yeah, it should be it should be really good stuff. Like um I'm just going to sit on the beach and relax. We're going to Trinidad, my home girl and I so, I'm excited about that. That's Friday night we leave, and I get to stop in in Panama for a couple of hours. I might be able to see my my cousin, my play cousin over there. Um, so I mean, things are looking up. Actually, I got to I got to kind of mentally pack though and set up some stuff. But anyway, um so that's like my birthday thing, and then last night we celebrated um Valentine's Day cuz We won't be able to get a babysitter on the real Valentine's Day. And that's a Thursday. And we're old people now. So, we're like... We're going to be sleepy. And I'm so proud of myself, you guys. Or you ladies. I stayed up till midnight last night. Like, I stayed out. Like, I was out. Not home watching TV or Netflix. We left, um... My daughter with uh, Yaya with my parents. They picked her from daycare. We didn't even see her when we came home from work. We both got ready, went out to eat on the town, and the movie was at nine thirty. And we both was worried that we were gonna fall asleep because nine thirty we'd be in the bed most of the time, especially on a work night. I mean, if it's Saturday, it's different, but you know, after work you're drained. And so we went, and we stayed up for the movie. We saw the Taraji P Henson movie. Um, what is called? What women no? what men want What men want and it was really really good. I would actually see that again Um, so we we, it was really funny and he liked it a lot, too So we laughed a whole lot. So, um That was good. It was nice to go on a date I think I think we should do that every month even if we don't go out because yeah that costed a nice penny the restaurant we ate at but But it was black. It was black owned. So we recycle our black dollars on friday but um But uh, yeah, we can just like leave her at my parents and sit at home, watch TV, eat dinner in quiet and peace because most of our marriage, it's just been us. And so having a kid, it kind of interrupts the flow a lot of the times and we end up just sitting there in front of TV so we can like have conversation and, you know, be adults. But so I'm definitely looking forward to doing that again. And what else? Um, the Pan-African Film Festival is here in Los Angeles, which is my favorite time of year. So I usually do that and go see a couple of um, uh, African films or uh, Afro, um, Afro uh, Latino films and things like that, Caribbean films. Um, and that's usually a part of my birthday month. So I kind of celebrate with that as well. So so things are looking up. I mean, you know, I'm 37, but but. But it's okay. <laughs> um, so I'll probably be back after my trip. I mean, I probably could do an episode from Trinidad because I don't plan to be doing too much. But maybe we'll see. I'll le- just let y'all know how how it goes, how it goes. But um, let's see. Um, oh, one thing I did want to talk about was... Um I don't know if you guys listen to the Breakfast Club show in um well it's in New York but it's everywhere YouTube and podcasts and all that. So the Breakfast Club uh they had uh Killer Mike the rapper on there and they were talking about public school and private school for for specifically for black american people. Um and I I have been thinking about that because I'm um, I went to public school and I was planning to send my daughter to public to public school, but because the demographics kind of change and we don't we're not as segregated anymore, so there's not especially in Los Angeles there's not like a community um of um like where you can go to a school where it's mostly uh African descent or african american um children so um, that I was thinking of sending her to a private school, um, that's named after Marcus Garvey just for that. Cause I feel like the education system in the United States is, is obsolete. Like it doesn't matter. It's actually a detriment because we're not taught about the world. Um, and the perspective that we're taught about our own country is kind of like, uh, it's, it's, um, how do you say like it's patriotic, but in the sense that it's like, Falsified stuff, like we only talk about the good stuff, and nobody ever wants to talk about anything negative that could have happened that we could learn from or anything, so I just feel like it's distorted, basically, so I'm like, uh, I don't really care about education. I just want her to read books and travel, and that's about it, but I do want her to be exposed to um grow up with black children like I did. I grew up with um uh black and Hispanic children. But for the most part, the majority of my schooling, it was, mo- but it was mostly black and the teachers were black as well. So I think the education, like the self-pride and self-worth and everything was there a little bit more than what I'm seeing now with the kids. Um, In 2019, you know, people still being told like, I can't play with you because you're black and your skin looks like poo and people going through all these hostile situations so basically if you didn't if you haven't heard i mean pretty much everybody has watched the killer mike interview on the breakfast club but if you haven't heard the interview basically what they were talking about was kids going to school where it's a might be a private school but your child is one of the only black students there there may be two or three or four um maybe one in their class which is the situation that my daughter's in now but she's three But at the same time, it's like, there's differences that kids will start to notice, like the differences in hair texture, and the difference in skin tone, and you have to be careful because different people the exposure to my child might be beneficial to them to be exposed and to be I think a lot of people look at it as like the the few white people that I have talked to about it like they like integration and they like their kids being exposed to all different kinds of people however I think it's when the people the minority groups that come they it's kind of like they want the groups to come to them and I think that You have to look at it from the minority child side as well, or or not even child, just minorities in general. Like, when we're exposed to the mainstream society here in the U.S., which is mostly, you know, of European, European descent people, um... That puts us at risk as well for certain um, negative experiences, especially with a kid that can have a negative impact, like being spit on, which, you know, things that I've seen as 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 a small child um, and being called names that hasn't happened to me. However, I've seen it. But those types of things affect us and how you see your parents and people deal with things. I think that you know, just going to school to get a good education, but then you're being teased and bullied, or or ostracized, or not even negative, in a negative intention, like, I, I remember when I was in college, actually, I was probably 19, and um, someone asked me why um, we were on the track team together, and she asked me why my hand was a different color on my palm than on the back of my hand, and I was dumbfounded, like, but I didn't know what to respond and I'm thinking I didn't know what to respond then like I I probably said something like that's just what it like I don't know what you're talking about but but you know my hand is like normal like what are you trying to make me feel like I'm not normal what are you saying like why am I not like you and I think that's what even smaller kids like I, I would be totally afraid of that happening to my kid and not me not being able to prepare her for that because I didn't go through that as a young younger child I didn't have to everybody was exposed like nobody really cared even though there were suspended kids and people with straight hair for the most part most of us had kinky hair so and brown skin and so it wasn't I mean We weren't really exposed to a lot of that. And so I wouldn't know how to deal with it. And I think people think it's going to go away, but it might not go away if people don't get exposed. And so it's like, it's a catch-22, right? Because people need to be exposed. But then if you want to, I think Killer Mike was saying, you know, we should insulate kids until they're in our culture until they're like 13 and then then they can go out to other schools and other areas and be exposed once they're self-confident in themselves and I think that's good I think that's really good but I think everybody needs to be taught about everybody else in order to make that interaction healthy and positive for both both majority and minority but anyway that's it was it was a really good interview if you listen to it. Um it, it made me think a lot. It was very thought provoking and it made me think like, okay, I'm gonna send her to private school so she can be around black kids and learn the Negro national anthem and you know, the things that I did that I might have took for granted that I, I was lucky enough to be able to learn at a public school because the public school was all mostly black and um I think a lot of the people that used to go to that school when the neighborhood was white um, you know, I think, um, uh, once they stopped discriminating against people getting into certain schools, I think the people who didn't want to have anything to do with us kind of left. So then it be- became a black school by default or my, uh, a minority school, I guess you would say by default, but mostly black African-American culture. And my principal was my neighbor across the street. And so we got to do Mardi Gras and different things like um, uh, centered in Af- African American culture that um, seem to be dying off now, and maybe people don't think it's needed, but I think our our culture, specifically as an American African uh, American African, as a, a Black American, um, you know, descendants of of slaves um, here, I think we need that a lot more than. Like, for example, then more so than a Jamaican descent person or person of Puerto Rican, Dominican or a black person that is from uh, Nigeria. You know, I think growing up here, African-Americans need a lot more nurturing to have the self-confidence to to combat what we have to deal with. And I actually was talking with a friend earlier today. He's thinking about um, somebody I went to high school with and he's thinking about leaving the leaving the states because he doesn't feel like we'll ever achieve uh equality really because it seems like we're going backwards with everything that's going on in the world and it's kind of depressing like we're advancing in certain areas but then it's like still our our thought process is wrong like on paper we might look good with one of the presidents was half African and and white, and, and now we have all these women in Congress, but it's still, you know, you have all this misogyny coming out, and, and sexual assault coming out, and things are being exposed, and racism, like, just now with this actor, um, this Irish actor, Liam Neeson guy, and so, I mean, I know Liam Neeson, but, you know, and it's, like, all this stuff coming out, so it feels like we're not going anywhere, but I don't know, we'll see what happens, but I definitely want my daughter to get the best of both worlds, like, I want her to be exposed. I don't want her her to be afraid of dealing with other races, especially white people, because I always have been afraid, like, very uncomfortable and timid and and mistrusting just because of, you know, things I've heard from my grandfather or my dad. And so I'm like, I don't know if I want to be friends with them or talk to them. I I feel like I, I would be exposed to some type of danger. And so I don't want her to have that fear. I want her to be able to tell good from bad you know and 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 things like that and be able to relate to people who's real who's an ally who's a you know who who's might be discriminating against you things like that so she'll know the difference instead of being somebody like me who i'm just insulated in south central la and i don't go pretty much i don't venture out too much if i don't have to but yeah so anyway that's just my my take on education for right now like I really want her to be as knowledgeable about who she is as possible Ooh, that was my phone sorry about that usually I be putting it on um silent but I forgot anyway so that's today's episode like I'm gonna chill for a little bit Uh, maybe she went to sleep y'all cross your fingers for me um so I could watch a movie or something but anyway, either way, I'm going to the film festival, so I'll be able to get out the house and get some free time, and he can hang, she can hang with her dad. Um, so y'all know what to do. Hit me up on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Gmail. Millennial Mama double double L double N double M. Um, I, I will uh, holler at y'all. On the flip side, when I get back, y'all take care. Love y'all. Peace.